Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our first guest, uh, Reese Evans, who is uh, the director of AlcoSafe, who are suppliers of superior drug and alcohol testing equipment and accessories throughout Africa, talking about how we can ensure that alcohol education and testing um, is effectively done to increase workspace safety, especially in mines. Reese, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia. Thanks for having me. So talk to us about uh, the sort of products, firstly, that you have at AlcoSafe. Okay, so um, we supply a number of different products, mainly for the testing of alcohol um, in people, so using breath, so those are breathalyzers. And then we also supply drug testing equipment, um, which is either saliva or urine-based, and that can also be used in the workplace, um, in schools, and a number of different environments. What's the accuracy of uh, your equipment, especially when it comes uh, to those who are not just imbibing on alcohol, but uh, taking marijuana as a substance or other substances? Yeah, the, the, uh, the equipment has to be extremely accurate. Um, we don't sell general equipment that is really you know, accessible to the public, so it's, it's very high-end. Um, when you talk about accuracy in terms of various different drugs, breathalyzers are targeted for alcohol consumption. So, you know, if you're using drugs, uh, breathalyzers won't detect that. But uh, the breathalyzers are extremely effective and accurate at detecting alcohol. And then the drug testing equipment, um, depending on the drug that the person is using, you would uh, have either a multi-panel test or a single panel test. If you only wanted to test for one specific drug type, it would be a single type test. Um, if you wanted to do uh, an array of tests for six different types of drugs, the uh, most common drugs that are usually found in South Africa, then you'd use a, a multi-panel test. So, yeah, very accurate. Um, and obviously, we do have procedures um, in place and training that needs to be done with the, um, the operators of the equipment to make sure that they, they are using that equipment accurately as well. When it comes to health and safety regulations, we know that one thing that should not be done is mixing alcohol and your work, especially when you're working in an environment like a mine. So how can we ensure that those who are working in um, highly dangerous places that require specialized equipment and procedures are not mixing alcohol with their work? Yeah, so I think you've you've got that dead right. Um, in mining environments, we we know that that's already a hazardous environment, a very high risk environment. So we want to try and have wherever possible sober employees, especially people under the influence of alcohol, because there's such a big alcohol drinking culture in South Africa and and amongst miners. That's um, it's really important to try and stop that. So the, there's there's a few things that we like to do to to try and stop that problem or to try and make sure that we have. So the work is in mind. Um, the first thing is that we obviously need to put in place a policy um, and procedure on on intoxication in that mine um, and how we're going to try and stop that through education and awareness and through uh, compulsory breathalyzer testing. So the most effective method of reducing the number of people arriving at mines under the influence of alcohol is to do compulsory testing on a daily basis. Um, it's, it's a very good thing to have rules and policies and procedures in place, but unless those policies and procedures are enforced on a daily basis, unfortunately people don't abide by those rules. So the modern breathalyzers are extremely quick, um, very simple to use, so you can test uh, a lot of people in a very short amount of time. 
So the, the, the um, current breathalyzers can test somewhere in the range of 15 people in a minute. So at mining entrance points, it's a quick, it's, it's almost just like tapping in with your card. It's a quick blow for a quarter of a second. Um, you get a result in less than a second and you go in. And doing that daily screening um, of everyone that's going in uh, has a massive reduction in or causes a massive reduction in the number of people that are entering the mine intoxicated. It actually doesn't allow anyone to enter to- intoxicated. And then, of course, the knock-on from that is that we, we reduce the number of accidents that we see on those mines. I mean, with such a good technology that can uh, gauge your alcohol consumption, what would the responsibility of the employer be either than just getting the equipment? Shouldn't the employer also be having um, weekly, daily, monthly, whatever it is, uh, workshops with their employees to give them education around the dangers of alcohol consumption and um, other um, substances that inhibit them from being able to work properly? Yes, definitely, Alec. It's extremely important. So that's something that we try to get mines to do wherever they can or wherever they agree to to work with us. So uh, the testing is just one part of it. But unfortunately, what happens if you just do testing and you don't actually do education on it is that you don't get a really big buy-in and you don't get understanding. So you get more of a reactive approach, catching people rather than teaching people why they shouldn't be drinking and coming into the workplace. So a lot of the people that are... um, in this situation have been brought up in environments where alcohol consumption is is really seen as the right thing to do it's it's not frowned upon it's uh, it's the norm so they don't really understand what the testing is about um, they believe you know that they could work safely whilst under the influence of alcohol so the education and awareness around the the testing is very important so that you get buy-in from all the employees so that you you create a safety or a culture of safety and understanding, um, and you let people ask questions around the equipment, let them ask questions around how long, for instance, does it take for them to become sober if they've been drinking. So we're not trying to enforce a, a culture of complete sobriety. Um, people can go home in the evenings and have a few beers, a glass of wine or, or two, whatever it is that they like, but it's the real um, overconsumption or indulgence um, that we're trying to stop when people are are drinking till they're completely drunk the night before. Then, unfortunately, they'll test positive still the next day because they'll still be under the influence. So if you get people to understand how to drink responsibly, um, the difference between responsible drinking and irresponsible drinking, um, how the alcohol affects them at their workplace, how it would affect someone around them, the possible knock-on effects it could have on that person's family should they you know, injure them or you know, if someone's life is lost, then you do start to get an understanding um, and a better buy-in from employees and unions. So in our environments that we've assisted, the mines that have had testing in place for a much longer period um, and have actually done these educational programs, we see them having far fewer positive tests uh, where people arrive at work under the influence because they've really got people to understand how the system works um, and why it's important for them to be sober when they come to work. At newer mines, newer mining sectors or areas, uh, we see much higher rates of positive testing because people are just testing um, and that awareness and education hasn't been really, hasn't reached its potential yet or it hasn't been implemented. So there is a big difference between just testing and actually getting uh, understanding from the employees as well. 
So you were saying how much should one drink uh, before they can be detected. So w- what is the limit? I mean, the night before you've just knocked off, um, you're having your couple of drinks and you don't want to be caught um, as one who has overindulged the following morning. How much should you be drinking? Yeah, so it's it's quite an easy thing to understand, actually. Um, around 5% alcohol is most of our common beers in South Africa, and around 330 moles of 5% alcohol is equivalent of one drink. So your liver, the human liver, is the only thing that will remove alcohol from the blood, um, and it can remove approximately one drink in one hour. So obviously we don't want to teach people to drink to the limit that they can make sure that they're sober the next morning, but what you really need to make sure that you have is more hours from the time that you stop to when you're being tested than the amount of drinks that you had. So, for instance, if you want to have four drinks tonight um, and you're going to be at work at 6 o'clock tomorrow, you would be fine because you have, let's say you go to bed at 11 o'clock. From 11 o'clock until 6 o'clock, you have seven hours. You had four drinks, so you've got more than enough time for that alcohol to get out. So you have to have more hours from the time you stop drinking than the number of drinks that you've had. But you need to understand what one drink is as well. So if you have uh, five quarts, for instance, a quart is, is a much bigger beer. Um, a quart around two and a quarter drinks. So you, you'd need about 11 hours for that five quarts. And that's where the problem comes in. People believe that bottles are drinks. Not they, they are not taught about what is one drink in terms of volume and percentage of alcohol. So that is exactly what we do in these training sessions and awareness programs. I think the education is really needed around this. And, uh, you know, Ben was just saying to me that one of the other industries that uh, is also very infamous for um, alcohol consumption or high alcohol consumption is that of trucking. Um, uh, and, and this is one that is quite dangerous because of the carnage it causes on the roads. So are, are your, um, you know, equipment um, readily available for such a sector? Yes, they are, yeah. So... We actually have around 7,000 companies that we work with on a yearly basis, and that ranges from mining to construction to um, some of the bigger SOEs like Transnet and ESCOM are very, actually very active in their testing for safety because they're also very high risk. Um, we have equipment in the transport sector. We have equipment within the police, in traffic. Um, so uh, just about every industry that you can think of packaging Unfortunately, alcohol doesn't choose where it's going to be dangerous. So if you've got employees and they're working, um, a person under the influence could cause a negative impact on your on your production or cause an accident in your workplace. So, yeah, our equipment is really available um, and we assist companies to set up policies, um, training and start testing on a daily basis. Here's a message from uh, our A-team listener, King St. Nazi, who's listening all the way in Limpopo, Senua Barana, um, who says um, they have people who live with alcohol all their lives. Like he needs to drink two bottles of alcohol or a tot or so. Will he be fired at work if they find the positive results from him? Yeah, so um, I know there is people who are dependent upon alcohol. Uh, it's not really to say that they have to have alcohol to survive because, of course, there's many people who go through their whole lives without having alcohol. So it's, it's not a necessity to survive. But if that person is dependent upon alcohol and they drink, I'm, I'm not sure when he's drinking, but if he's drinking before he goes to the workplace um, and he's tested, he will most definitely test positive. And then 
depending on that company's policy, um, a lot of mines do give warnings. Um, a lot of companies give three warnings before they do any dismissals. Some companies um, give a warning and send a person for uh, for rehabilitation. So it depends on the company that is working out and what their policy is. Unfortunately, some companies do dismiss employees. Um, so it is possible that he could be dismissed if he was caught coming to work under the influence. Well, it's very clear that um, drinking while you um, are going to go to work is very, very dangerous, especially if your workplace has these equipments. So at least there is a policy that uh, those who are found in those companies are given a warning, some taken to rehabilitation before getting fired. Um, But yeah, it can lead to being fired if one does not adhere to those policies. So for those employers who are saying, I've had enough, People come in on a Monday morning and they're absolutely drunk um, and it's hampering on productivity and other um, issues of work. Where can I get hold of you and uh, where can I get hold of your equipment? Okay, so they can visit our webpage and that's AlcoSafe, uh, A-L-C-O, and then safe, alcosafe.co.za um, or they can send us an email which is info at alcosafe.co.za yeah, we'll get in touch straight away. Um, we'll ask some questions about the size of the organization, number of people that you need to test on a daily basis, how many people um, you would like to test. Some people don't do compulsory testing, for instance. They might only test on a Monday or on a Friday, uh, or maybe they test every third or fourth person that enters. So we'll just get a feel for the organization and the layout of the the site and then you know, we can advise in the best way, the most cost effective way um, to, to reduce the number of people that's arriving at those at those companies under the influence and we've been doing this for a very long time and Alcosafe has been around for more than 40 years so I think we've, we've got all the experience we need to be able to give them the right advice. Thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, it's been such a great Thanks, pleasure. Let's, let's hope that absolutely every single one is uh, l- who's listening is going to do the right thing and not consume too much alcohol before going to work. I hope so too. That was Reese Evans, who's the director of AlcoSafe, uh, who supplies the superior drug and alcohol testing equipment and accessories throughout Africa, making sure that um, uh, those who are employed are educated around alcohol and its impact as they work. It hampers on productivity. It hampers on your ability to work. It hampers on health and safety measures. And obviously, when uh, employers test, then we can have an increased workspace uh, safety in every sector.